Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. You're lucky your birthday is here, basically. Why? Because you just drive me nine different kinds of crazy. That's, that's my job. That's love. That's love. That's not love. That's love, baby. That's love. You're right. That's love. It's like the Sinatra song. That is it. Sinatra. That's a hey, is Alexa. That who, who you were trying to impersonate? Who sings "That's Life"? That's Life, remastered 2008 by Frank Sinatra. Starting now. No, Alexa, stop. <laughs> we can't pay for Frank Sinatra shit. <laughs> but were you just trying to impersonate Frank Sinatra? That's Life. <laughs> okay, now I hear how bad that was. It's just me being monotone, yelling "That's Life." Sound like an old drag queen. It is. December 19th. 19th. I wasn't at work today. So Thursday the 19th. Thursday the 19th. Uh, the day this episode's supposed to air. It's, it's airing today. Just late. We've been very busy, as you're going to hear in the next couple minutes. Uh, if you're new here every single week, we have uh, a, a fine discussion of film between two married individuals as they... To each other. Married dive to each other. Deep. Oh, yeah. That's what I guess is the important part We're of it. We're married to each other. Yeah, that's a cool-ass fucking concept. Like, we should just get, like, two people... No. No, like, like, no. so do, uh, instead of married with movies, do married and movies. So we married just find and movies. two other, like, two random ass people that just, who are like, married, just not have to nothing us. in common except they're just married. So we can find, like, just off the top of my head, like, Tony Colt and, like, uh, uh, who's a married? Sure, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, just go. <laughs> it's like, what? But we are married together, and we have a family, and we have fun, and we talk about movies, and we talk about life. And, and we love it. each other. Yes, well, I love him. So a lot I want to get into before we get into today's <laughs> movie. Sorry, I was already just getting ready yeah, to Yeah, 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 you, you just don't listen to me at all. You're right. <laughs> I already had stuff in my head I was planning to talk about, and so I wasn't And it wasn't about this. loving me? No, it was not. Cool. So um, I think we talked about it last week at the end. I want to talk about it at the top of the show. You only have a couple weeks left to fill out that Arcade Audio survey. You can go to arcadeaudio.net. Social media has been uh, promoting it as well. And, of course, it'll be in the description for today's podcast. Fill that out. Send your feedback to the show. And you have a chance to win a $50 gift card just from filling out the survey. Letting us know what types of shows you listen to besides us. Letting know kind of demographics so we can possibly send some advertising your way. Um... It's so very much appreciated if you can take that uh, for us. We, we uh, thank you. Just as we appreciate your patronage on Patreon, patreon.com slash arcade audio. We've been talking about it for a while. The trivia episodes are finally there. Uh, finally. The scenic episode is there, and I believe airing this weekend or next weekend is uh, the next episode of that, the movie ticket trivia, which I'm very excited for you all to hear. Um, Samantha had a chance to get five points 
this past weekend. As yeah, we doing spent something athletic. A one, I gave you the chance. Which is not my bag at all. You, you, the first game we played, you were really good. We played Cornhole. Samantha gave me a great game of Cornhole. Let me rephrase that. Sounds weird. Samantha played... Please stop talking about Cornhole. Cornhole well. Fine. Uh, so I was like, hey, if you beat me in another game of Cornhole, not she beat me the first time, but if you can beat me in a game of Cornhole, I will give you uh, five free victories in our trivia game. That's I think, something that's a little more I think I got up to seven, and then I proceeded to shut you out 21 to nothing. Um, let, let, let's do something with that that's a little more competitive. Let's do some... No. No? No. 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 Okay, fine. I was trying to like light that fire in you, and obviously we see what happened. Um, so that's airing soon. Uh, just as next year, uh, Patreon will start our stack series. We're going to go back and watch the Pamela Anderson Fox show mm-hmm. stack. I want to talk about next year for the podcast because I think we've kind of pretty much settled on like we kind of have a special system that will be happening yes, in 2020. Our, yes, yes, we did. So talk basically, about that. I think so. so you figure that on average, there's like four episodes a month, right? You know, four, four to five. Four to five. Yeah, because. So, yeah, so once there are so, four to five weeks. So in a month. once a month, we're going to do like our random pick out of the box as we normally would, and then twice a month will be our selections. We'll go back and forth as we would normally do nominating movies. The other episode, we're gonna have once a month. We are going to go back in the annals of Meredith movies. Uh, history. Watch our orphan movies, and Watch, yeah, basically. Our orphan movies. We're going to watch our orphan sequels. So our there's been a lot sequels. of movies that we've done over the past 275 episodes of the podcast that since then have either had sequels or we've finally bought in sequels or was, they weren't available at the time. Um, and we are going to go back and we're going to tie those. We're gonna, I'm going to call it the, uh, the, the Put a Bow on It series. Well, we're going to go back and we're going to watch the movies. Just to give you uh, some samples, we're going to go back and watch Mamma Mia 2, unfortunately. Pitch Perfect 2 and 3. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, there might be a couple that actually get added as the year goes on. Frozen 2 would be one. Doctor Sleep would be one. Um, depending you on just want to make me watch Doctor Sleep. Absolutely. Um, so that's going to be happening next year uh, as well. On top of, you know, as this week is our Hanukkah slash Samantha's birthday episode, we'll have holiday episodes. We're going to, we're going to keep it, keep it, uh, keep it fresh and new. Keep it fresh for for you guys next year. But not really fresh and new because we're going to be doing (coughs) epilogues to episodes you've already done. Not really because. Well, yeah, I mean, because we'll be referencing those episodes and talking about. Like you, either one of us, especially you, remember what we talked about. On the Mamma Mia episode, yeah, I or sure the do. Pitch Perfect episode, sure do. or sure do. What was the movie we did last week? It no, was. no, don't look at your phone. Do not look at your phone. I can use my no, notes. no. Don't look at your phone. We did True Romance, Jeez. and before that was Food Fight. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, and then the Toy Story series. We also have it's the end of the year, so the 2019 Swaggy Awards. We'll be doing no. those. 2019. Mullet Awards. Sorry. Uh, Podswoggle.com. No, Podswoggle.com's <laughs> not a thing. The Swaggies are the Podswoggle Wrestling Awards at the end of the year. Those are, you can vote on those. Sure. Uh, the Mullet Awards are coming up. I do I do too many things. Drink this water. Jesus. I'm also battling a cold. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I've been taking Dayquil the past People couple don't days. People listen to you. Uh, like, Monday night, it was a sore throat. Tuesday, it was like snot. Today, it's been a cough. <laughs> Lovely. It's been wonderful. So let me drink out of this water that Samantha and I are sharing. Uh, we watched today's movie over a week ago. It's the first chance we're getting to get around to it because 
been wrapping tons of presents for Jillian for Christmas and for stuff. ourselves. Work stuff going on. Um, we were in Tampa visiting family. Had a great time this weekend doing that. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What That's else, really what else? it. Well, I, I do have uh, one you other thing. You have some thing. movies you, ta- you saw? I have one movie, I believe. I, there was going to be more, but mentioned movie and you're like, no, I want to watch that. So couldn't do that. Um, so we soon will have watched Parasite. We soon will have watched Marriage Story. By the time, probably next time we're recording, maybe, don't know when we're going to be recording that episode, probably beforehand, uh, we'll have watched uh, Spies in Disguise. Spies in Disguise. Theater. It's our movie we're taking to I think into. I swore on, like, my mother's life or something that before the year was out, I would have had a Cats review. I finally suckered somebody in to Who? go to Cats and Justin. I could have told you that. Uh, also, it's great because he can drive me whatever I need to do. Um, I'm probably going to, like, tell him to come over here. And then I'm just going to do every narcotic in the house. And then <laughs> and then he can take me to go see Cats. Uh, which, by the way, if you have not seen, is living up to every bit of hype I've heard. It Last I saw was at 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Great. It looks, it looks amazing. And uh, in, in that it doesn't. Um, so we have all that going on. Uh, we've been watching our fair bit of TV. I can't say enough about Watchmen. If you didn't watch Watchmen, maybe one of my favorite television programs of all time, please go out and seek it. I might nominate the movie soon just to kind of juxtapose, juxtapose the two of them together. Um, Mandalorian. We have an episode of Mandalorian to watch. We do. Uh, which apparently is bonkers, so we gotta, we got to get on that. Um, we watched the movies that made us. I don't think we've recorded since we also watched that. We did. Um, which was good. Four movies. We've done Home Alone, but we've not done Dirty Dancing, Die Hard, we've or... We've done Dirty Dancing. We didn't do Dirty Dancing. We've no. done Dirty Dancing on this. We've not done Dirty Dancing, I promise you. We've we not. haven't done Dirty Dancing? No. We haven't done Dirty Dancing, we haven't done Die Hard, and we have not done Ghostbusters. It's not going to be there, I'm telling you. It's, it's, I know we've not done Dirty Dancing. That's so it was weird. just on one night, and we just kind of watched it. No, I thought that we did. We've not. No, dancing. I don't know what you're thinking. You're thinking of Roadhouse. I'm not thinking of Roadhouse. That's literally that we... the only other. And Point Break, the only other Patrick Swayze movie. I we've thought watched. that we did them similar times. No, we've not done Dirty Dancing. Uh, but if you like the toys that made us, which I think we talked about, I enjoyed it well. The movie that I watched uh, last weekend, no, two weekends ago, when uh, Samantha went out for her Christmas party, I wrapped presents. And I somehow, over the course of like five and a half hours, because I paused, I was nice when you came home, and I got distracted wrapping presents and whatnot, we, um, I watched The Irishman. We did. Uh, we own it for the movie league. Uh, so do. I need to get some fucking points. Because we're not, not getting, getting any box any, office. We're not getting any other damn We're getting points. plenty, but Irishman is currently the Vegas betting odds uh, favorite to win Best Picture. Great. So, Give me those 15 other points. That's... No, Best Picture's 25 points. Don't oh. Forget. Don't forget, shut up. Uh, it was incredibly long. Like, nothing needs to be three and a half hours. Nothing needs to this be... This movie th- did. Nothing needs to be three hours. Like, we'll talk about here any moment about Fiddler on the Roof. But I still really liked it. Uh, the, the technology stuff did not bother me at all. Uh, it's only a couple parts that it bothered, like... Robert De Niro's stupid blue eyes. Um, Pesci was great. Not uh, basically playing against type totally for him. Pacino stole the movie. It's good to see Pacino locked in, killing it. De Niro was fine. Uh, He was good the last 30 minutes. Uh, 
but definitely an experience. A, a, a Scorsese movie, sure, but definitely trying to tell a different story and a different message with kind of how it ended and how it wrapped up and how it was uh, portrayed. I dug it. Um, Good. Don't know, I'd, I, I'd watch it again. I intend to like for us to watch it on this podcast at some point. Um, but I'm glad that I watched it. Glad that I watched it. Uh, so I would encourage you to watch it. It was not my favorite movie of the year. I would still have Once Upon a Time at Hollywood above that in terms of like the movies that are up for Oscars. And like I said, the other two leading candidates we're going to be watching here very soon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, that, that gets my stamp of approval. Let's get into today's podcast. It's your birthday. You picked this movie. I did. It's Hanukkah. You picked it. Do I have to read this, I think? I do believe it's your turn to read I, I think you read True Romance. I did, because yeah, I messed yes. up a oh, lot. Oh, yes, let's, clear, let's clarify. So after reviewing the tape, uh, anytime You're the, a liar. the reading debate that we have, um, I let Samantha listen back to the recording, and we did it. And I thought there was three, actually. But no, you settled on two. two, so I'm up six now? Yes. I'm up six mm-hmm. on our reading bet with 25 episodes to go. So I will read Fiddler on the Roof. Winner of three Oscars, including Cinematography, 1971. Okay. The most powerful movie musical ever made, it says Pauline Kael. An outstanding accomplishment in every category, says Box Office. Just one word. Not .com, just Box Office. That's some shitty magazine, probably. Mm -hmm. This lavishly produced and critically acclaimed screen adaptation of the international stage sensation... Uh-uh, uh-uh! Fine, that's fine. Tells the life-affirming story of Tevye, played by Topple, a poor milkman whose love, pride, and faith help him face the oppression of turn-of-the-century czarist Russia. Ooh. <laughs> I think I got out of one there. It's a miracle. <laughs> Nominated for eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director, in featuring such classic songs as If I Were a Rich Man, Matchmaker, and Sunrise, Sunset, Fiddler on the Roof is a universal story of hope, love, and acceptance. A, quote, stunningly joyful and jubilant, says the New York Daily News musical masterpiece. So one. So one. With my little list there. Mm, I think that there was two. I think that no, you there was added not. a letter. I think they said and a jubilant. No, I said stunning, joyful, and jubilant. I think you said, I think you added a word in there. It was one. You're just begging I for I think that you thing. added a word in there. We'll listen to we'll it. We'll listen to the tape. Go. <laughs> I'm just like, so when we were with your our, uh, my sisters this weekend, um, we were talking about our podcast and they were asking like how we do it and stuff and we were talking about our notes. So and Samantha showed like her notes for this movie. Samantha's got more notes than she's ever had in her entire life. Yeah, no, I have for this movie. notes. And this is a three-hour movie, and I have maybe eight notes. I have a lot of notes. So. I definitely want you to stop looking for Dirty Dancing. I'm Man, telling I you, that we, did that we didn't movie. do it. We didn't do Was it. Was it nominated? And like, we can't nominate. I don't know. It? I have to look at the list. This is your right. birthday. This is your people. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. It's Please also yours. Go. Well, I have so many notes Drive because I also broke down the music and I talked um, about like each song as well. So that's a separate section of my notes. So um, immediately this movie comes on, and I start crying. Immediately, you thought something was wrong. Oh, I should write. Cover yes, this please. card and C's. C's everywhere, please. I cried throughout the whole thing um, for a few reasons. Uh, it, this movie's really sentimental to me. I think I've talked about it before. Um, it's just, you know, this is 
how my grandparents' grandparents legitimately were. Like, this is their life. Um, you know, there's a picture of my grandfather's grandmother sitting plucking a chicken. Like, how they were, mm-hmm. how they did in, like, the tradition song um, at the beginning. So, this is what they were raised and what they believed. And it's really just like the story of the Jewish culture and how we've come to be how we are now with a lot of us are much more cultural and social Jews rather than the very strict um, Orthodox Jews who are are depicted here. You know, my last note was just religion sucks. And I don't want to go far down that rabbit hole. Yes, but I think that's, I think that that statement, it, it, it doesn't suck because it gives people something to believe in, and sometimes people need that. Sure. I like I said, I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh-huh. there's it's I just so fundamentally again this is uh, like where when this is taking place is a hundred years ago, right? Like this is like the like nineteen tens twenties. This is um, right before World War Two. No, I thought it was World War One. I. I thought this is more so like the like in like the tens and twenties. Alexa, when is Fiddler on the Roof supposed to take place? Here's something I found on the web. According to Inspirop.com, Fiddler on the Roof will play its final Broadway performance on December 31st. Did that answer your question? No. <laughs> it did not. But thanks for your feedback. Uh, I'm, you're you're so welcome. So for if the it's feedback. Czarist Russia, Czarist Russia, where the fuck did my phone go? It's on my list. <laughs> you're looking at it. Um, oh, it does. It does take place in. Yeah. I'm sorry. The so first. This is a, so this is a hundred years ago. So I, I get no, how it's in different the ni- it is. 1900s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 1900s. Yeah. First World War. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's 2019. Yes, I'm aware. Thank you so um, much. But like, it's so fundamentally different than what we have going on now. But I. It, it, Technology and just education has just changed entire beliefs and, and structures. It's just I. It pains me to see the pain and the struggle that people, families, had to go through just to make their significant others happy because they believe so much of this. How do I say it? This book, this fairy tale, this but story. But it's not a fairy tale. But you can't say that because you can't completely disinherit what someone else believes in and was taught. It's it's the same for Christians and Catholics and the Amish. Oh, and I, under- I think all that's stupid, too. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it's just about I, I Judaism. Know, you know, I know that. <laughs> I know that, but our listeners may not no, know yeah. that. No, yeah. Well, let me be clear. But, I'm not saying the Jewish religion sucks. Absolutely not. I'm saying that just any concept, Rastafarianism, of course, stupid. Like, like all of no, it. No, I get it, but it it's, it gives people something to believe in, and it gives structure to people in a time and a place where they didn't have that. Because this is a hundred years ago; they didn't even have telephones. They didn't know? have electricity. They didn't have electricity. So, so the fact that this was such played such a large role in their lives it is it it's a good thing that they had this I think to to lean on and to have that be that structure like now we're so into electronics and social media Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff it's completely different we view the world completely differently so 
you're right. Uh, it's terrible that they went through these things and like they held these beliefs so staunchly. Um, but I think that we've made a lot of progress. I'm not saying that we're perfect by any means, but I think overall we've made a lot of progress as a society. Um, pivoting. Mm-hmm. Still trying to hold true to some of those things. Um, oh, I'm sure there's still people that do this. Like, I'm still there. there are. Still... Have you ever been to Aventura, Florida? I have. There are still people who do it. I mean, there are still people who do it. Not one. There's still arranged marriages. There's still. Sure. It's on like double for a second. Yeah. There's still arranged marriages. I, I'm going to get to topple later. Uh, he's great. <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. He sounds like uh, Tom Hardy's Bane. No, Bane sounds like him. Tom Hardy modeled Bane yeah. after him. Also, he sounds a little bit like Javier Bardem. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the accent. It's there's that... one point, I, I forget, like, I was on my phone. Like, I, I was watching the movie, I promise. No, you weren't. But I was. But, like, I got distracted doing something else, and, like, I wasn't, like, watching the screen. I was listening, and I hear him, like, monologuing, and I'm just like, fucking put on fucking Skyfall? <laughs> like, yeah. what's happening? I, yeah. I mean, it's just, I just love the story that they tell. And I guess maybe it hits me differently because I am. Absolutely. 100%. Jewish. And I've been raised on this movie. I mean, this is the last, one of the last Broadway shows that I saw was Fiddler mm-hmm. on the Roof. Now, I will say, I, I don't know if we got into it at the end of the show that you nominated this. Or like you said, this is going to be your birthday show. But I had misgivings and preconceived notions about this. Oh, yeah, why, why was that? Because I saw a basically a high school theater production of this. Oh, and you thought it was going to be the same caliber as this movie? No, That was nominated for eight Academy Awards? How many Tonys was that high school musical uh, nominated uh, none. for? None. None. It oh. Didn't did it, did, qualify? Oh, it didn't qualify? No. Did, did you guys go to states or anything? No, it was. It was no? so it wasn't in high school. Oh, well, it was in high school, but it wasn't a high school production. It was our local community theaters. Like, oh. Like... T- like the teen Stewart program. Community Theater, cool. I mean, look, there were some good people that came out of that. Oh yeah, uh, it's just a really long show, and it's and uh, the majority of it is there's some decent. There's the two, the three songs that everybody knows that are very good. The first half Tradition. of the movie, the first three songs, really. No, the first half of the movie has an amazing. Everything post intermission. You honestly you could just cut out of the movie. Well, you can't. You I think can, you can. But you can't. I said post intermission is just not as strong. It's just, oh, they got the sewing machine. Oh, he's disowning her. Like, it's also, it's uneven, which happens in, in theater. Like, the first act is two hours. The second act is an hour. But it just doesn't hit as hard. Because when you start in the first act with tradition and if I were a rich man and matchmaker, like, come on. Like, where are you going to go with that? Like, you know, that, that it's already uneven. But then you get into, like, just a lot of stretches of just dancing and joyfulness or to have you talking to God. Like, it just gets long in the tooth as a movie. When you're sitting in a theater and you're 16, 17 years old, it's even worse. Because also you don't have Topple doing it. You have uh, fucking Andrew Bernstein doing it. Um... I combined two people that I knew together to not make fun of either one of them. Um, <laughs> it's just not as good. So sure, sure. I watched it and I, I was drugged to it because 
I was dating somebody that was in the show. Mm. Uh, and I didn't want to go see it. And I was sitting there bored out of my mind. So this was much better than that, obviously. Sure. I still... I liked this. It's just... I struggle with being entertained by it. Cool. Once those first three things are done. Cool. Well, you could shut the fuck up for the, the rest one, of this show. The, I'm going to. Yeah. The one thing I will say, though, that oh. I'm glad that it did win, uh-huh. and I talked about, uh, and it's in my notes, an absolutely beautifully shot Really movie. well done. You made a comment, uh, that, one, uh, that one credit shot at the beginning where it's, just the fiddler on the roof, yeah. and the credits are going over it. And it's There's... not CGI. They didn't have <coughs> CGI. They didn't have, that shit. they didn't have any of yeah. the stuff that we have now. It's a really long ass opening to get there. Well, it's and the then credits once... in the beginning and then too. When, yeah, and then it it has... and then it gets there. But even beyond that, like. There's a scene when they're waiting for almost at the bus, but when they're waiting for uh, the train, the train, like there's all these wonderful wide shots and they, they great angles capturing like the wedding and it's, it's really ahead of its time in that. It's got a lot of like close ups and far away. I I think it's beautifully shot. It follows a lot of movement. There's a lot of movement in some of these scenes and it follows it beautifully. Yes. I, that, that stuff really. Yeah really is what attracted yeah. me to the movie. So sure. continue. I mean, I was just going to go through and just talk about, you know, how true this is. Sure. Even this movie was made in the 60s. <clears throat> Excuse me, in the 1960s, right? Yeah. Came out in 70, I think. Yeah, it was like made in the 60s or 70s. I think this is good. Um, go ahead and keep talking. I'm going to look up the Oscar it, year this was a part of because this was a pretty crazy Oscar yeah, year. Yeah, and it, it's just, you know, how it was made about... The 1900s, turn of the century, mm-hmm. right? Made in the 60s. And, like, so many things still ring true today. And, like, the caricatures that they had weren't really caricatures because every family has a yenta. You know? Everyone knows a yenta. Every family has a yenta. My grandmother is a yenta. I mean, all of the women in my family are yentas. So that, you know, was cool. Um, but, yeah... It has like the water cooler scene when he's giving the milk out to all of the men before the Sabbath. It's like a water cooler scene that we see now in like movies, you know, when like they're all like, like just spitting the shit, like talking to each other about the news, whatever it is. So I just think it's really relatable, even if you're not of the Jewish faith, which you're obviously not because you're an. <clears throat> Never mind. Um, well, no, what were you going to no, say? No, I was going to say anything. Nothing. No. Um, Go. And I just really like the beauty of the scenes and the care that they took to demonstrate, like, the Sabbath and the urgency behind it. And then just the chemistry between the characters, like, between Tavia and Golda. Golden? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, best pictures, um, this, uh, best uh, nominees for best picture this year were um, Nicholas and Alexandra. I don't know what it is. The Last Picture Show. Fiddler on the Roof, Clockwork Orange, and the winner of The Friends Connection. Wow. And then, uh, which of course also won Best Actor and Best Director. It kind of cleaned up uh, everything there. But, um... But yeah, sorry. Um, No, no. and and I just think that the music is is the heart of this movie. Um, It's got so much heart and so much joy... And seriousness and depth <coughs> of emotion and sadness. And I just think it's incredible that it is still relevant and relatable and beautifully done and beautifully told. It cap- it captures um, it really well. And it 
something. It still makes it seem like a live production. It still makes it seem yes. like a musical. Well, because it with... was, it was, it was a live production. It was course, adapted yeah. from the yeah. live production. Yeah. But... there was a lot of controversy when it when it sure, started because Zero sure. Mostel was who basically created the role of Tevia. Um, and he he's sucks to suck Zero. Well, sucks Zero Mostel is one of the greatest actors I ever. Originated the producers. I know. And they went with Topple instead, and now Topple, I think, has done this part like three thousand times, sure. and like is basically that's what he's known as, you know. Right. Um, but like the theatrics of it and him breaking the fourth wall, it it does yeah. give you a, a different feeling scope. and environment and yes. scope yes. to watching it because you can see it's it's got a little bit more umph to it than you're just kind of sitting. Watching it's much more like interactive and immersive, like it immersive brings you into for, it, yes. which is really exactly great. And it starts from the very beginning, like with tradition. Tradition is my favorite. It's it's an incredible song and it's an incredible setup, and it's so it's still so true to the roles that Orthodox Jews still follow and still play in their families. So, you know, it it's it, but it just it's got so much going on. It tells, the thing too is that the majority of these songs move the stories along. Mm -hmm. And I was just talking about that with someone at work, about music and musicals that move the story along. They're not just music to be music, and how much more impactful that is. Um, Matchmaker, I mean, it's that's the best. I love Matchmaker, Matchmaker. I mean, it's not Robin Williams singing it, but it's fine. But it, it's, it's, just, it's just great. It's a great song, and... That's really how it is. It's scary and terrifying, mm -hmm. you know? And they're young. Like, I know that the actresses are older, but, like, they're supposed to be, like, 15, 16, 19, right. 18, 19. Yeah, so. Um, if I were a rich man, you said you love. Second one. Yeah. There's no Gwen Stefani, songs. but. Oh, my God. I didn't know that was that song. Like, I'd heard it before, and then, like, I'm sitting there, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's a Gwen Stefani song. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That, that It's the Fiddler on the Roof song. Yeah, it's just it's just so emotional and so pure, just, like, what he wants, and, and I just think it's such a great song. And good enough for Gwen Stefani to use, so that's cool, too. Um, and you said you didn't like any of the other music in this movie. So like stick the out Sabbath prayer. I keep seeing sunrise sunset. No, as sunrise like, sunset is later. Right. It's, that's like, during the wedding. I don't remember that at all. Oh, it's amazing. I think you may have fallen asleep. It's so no, beautiful. It's just so beautiful and it's a love story. I mean, at the end of the day, this movie is a love story. It's got a lot of love in it. Mm -hmm. Whether it's love um romantic love or it's familial love mm -hmm. um it the driving force in this movie is love and that's a lot of what the driving force of the Jewish religion is is love so yeah. um you know to life you didn't like to life him and the butcher and they're singing it's okay to life to life lahayim i mean i like that i think it that's so much fun and then like they go to the to the pub with the guys and then there's I a just little love it i love musicals i do i'm a musical theater guy fiddler to me has almost too much no it doesn't it doesn't singing and I dancing think that you're wrong you're completely wrong um 
And then we talked about his monologues already, like his little asides. Um, Listen, can we, I talk, don't, can we talk about everything that Tevia's put fucking through with his poor daughters? <laughs> Top. Hey, hey, you know why? Five daughters. Five daughters. Fuck that shit is what I say to that. Five daughters. After the so, I don't remember anybody's name. I'm sorry. The first one. Seidel. Seidel's the first one that gets married She's to Motel. Who? Model. Motel. Not motel. Hotel? Holiday Inn. <laughs> Chingy. She marries Chingy? <laughs> no. Model. Model. Sorry. Um, Saito. Montel? She marries Montel Williams. Montel Williams. She, yeah. wears, she wears model. Um, like, oh, we want to do this. And he's like, no. And then, like, he finally, no. What a lovely voice. Um <laughs> Uh, she wants to marry, what did I say, uh, the, the love child of David Krumholtz and Harold Ramis. You did. Uh, the love child of Catherine Keener and Barbara Streisand wants to marry the love child of David Krumholtz and Harold Ramis. Uh, and then he finally, like, relents. He's like, fine. And then, like, every child after that, like, it's like when you were in elementary school and one person raised their hand to go to the bathroom and then everyone needed to go to the bathroom. That's exactly what happened to poor Tevye. His daughters are like, we want to fuck somebody else. Yeah, but you also have to understand why that was taken so heavily at the beginning. Like, why he's like, no, I'm the father, I make the decision. Yes. Well, because also he already had something set up. He was, well, yes. He was going to make some money off the deal. No, that's not, not how not dowries make work. Make, uh, make, make, well, he's going to get something. No, that's not how dowries work. The dowry goes with the bride. He gets to get give his daughter, he inherits the son in law. It's not. You don't get money. You're not fucking selling your daughter. It's illegal. You give the dowry with the daughter. That's why in Matchmaker they said that you have no dowry because he had nothing to give for the daughter, which is why Steve is giving... We're giving Steve the goats. He's not giving us the goats. What this concept to me is just the worst. I, because you're not... Because so, you're a white man from Ohio. Just shut up. So wait, um, so hold on. So if, if I set up somebody to marry Jillian, I don't get something in return? No. You <laughs> what do get, I get? I don't get nothing? Get rid of your daughter. That's horrible. That's the whole point. I'm a white man from Ohio. I don't get like a hamburger or something? No. Oh, bullshit. But. So, so get, yeah, but it's also because it's women who are, who are the daughters who are trying to do it. And in the traditional Jewish religion... They're subservient. But but Golda's got the biggest dick in the movie. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. So why is she? But she's not subservient. She's the one that she can smack around Tevye anytime she wants. It's meant to be. Have you ever heard the saying like the man is the head of the family, but the woman's the neck? That's what it is. That's stupid. It's not stupid. Why try to move your head without moving your neck? Move your head without moving your neck. (laughs) Trying to rile you up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kick you. No, but like it, it w- is a really big deal for them to break out of this tradition, and this is all that they knew. So that's the first one, and then the second one's is worse Hoddle. because no, uh, she's not worse. Ho- well, no, I'm saying worse than the first one. Sure. Because well, because of she wants to be with this like revolutionary. But it's, he's a learned man, so. Sure, and then the third one's obviously worse because she's just literally dating a soldier from the opposite Hava. side. Yeah. Well, it's not that. It's that he's not Jewish. That as well. This is how my family oh, right, reacted I know. I, to I know. you I was, to a certain extent. Yeah. So if my grandfather had been alive, mm-hmm. uh, 
probably still wouldn't be speaking to him. Or he probably still wouldn't be speaking to me. Well. So, don't say anything. He's dead. Please don't say I'm anything. Not, I would have won him over. I would have. If, if he had given you the chance. What would be like without Captain Hook? If he had given you the chance. It's a really big thing in my family. My I family know. lost a lot of time because of some ignorance of the religion. Not, sure. Like I said, it's not perfect, but it's right. all that people knew. Right. Like, so... For that, that's the last straw. You marry outside of the faith. You give yeah. you give up all of our tradition, everything that we're supposed to stand yeah. for and be for. So that's why Hava was the worst. Yeah. Of course, no, I know that one because obviously she was the one that was. It took till the very last moment to be like, "Hey, we're going to America. This is where we're going to be." You know, that she kind was of still thing. really excommunicated. So yeah, but they gave her. There um, was a sliver of hope at the end. The yeah. only bit of hope at the end of the yeah. movie because that um, last twenty minutes of this movie are. So depressing. That's but that's what the Jewish religion was at this time. <laughs> I heard you say, that's then, what, just, I'm saying, what then, it is. <laughs> no, what it was at this time, know, and then sucks. again in the World War Two. I mean, it's not like it's a non-persecuted race kicked out of their homes and the places that they lived just because they were Jewish. I know. I mean, it's 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 not a light situation on something that's light, which is why I said this movie does such a good job of balancing like that seriousness. With the light and the love and the humor, but, the music. But if so, if I'm looking at it from uh, just a, a a line graph, and it's going up these peaks and valleys, the last half an hour is just flatline in terms sure, of. Sure, but how would you have rather ended? How how else would you have ended that? I mean, just another. How about one like hope song, like. Uh, just do in a, just do America from West Side Story or something. You know what I mean? Like, all right. So dude, I don't <laughs> like the song "Miracle of Miracles." <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? I do, like, I do. give it like the "Hey, shit's rough, but we're going to America and let's do it." But you know? They didn't know. They didn't. But the, and they also half of them didn't end up in America. But for the people, the people and we're focusing in on in World War Two as well. That's why my family ended <coughs> up in, in England. Right. They thought that they were in America, mm. but none of them spoke any English. Mm. Too, this was also done in English. They didn't speak English. True. They spoke Russian or whatever, Russian, Polish, Yiddish. True. Which is all this movie is. Um, I don't like the song "Miracle Miracles." Okay. Um, after Seidel and Mottel mm-hmm. get their permission to get married, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Never liked that song. I have an um, idea why, but we'll get there later. Cool. Um, and Tevia's dream. And dream sequence is far and away. It's really good. The best artistic and musical piece in this film. I is my favorite. It's really well which, done. Which is it's really hard good. for me to say because I love Matchmaker, Matchmaker. I mean that song. My mom, my aunt, I like still sing on mm-hmm. the phone to each other to this day. You know, so it's but it's my favorite piece in this movie. The look and feel of it is so great. It's not my favorite song, but it's my favorite part of the movie it, just because of It sums up the It's hilarious. It sums up the humor and yeah. the storytelling and the over exaggeration. This, this is how this of poor man people. has to convince his wife to let his daughter whole. get married. But it's true, but it's true because And it works. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Of course it does yeah. because you have to listen to your past. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so that is far and away my favorite. I love it. And then the scene in the bed when like he starts freaking out and wakes her up, and like that's us in a nutshell. Like that's us in a nutshell. When sure. she's like, "All right, tell me what it, like go to sleep. Tell me what it is. Whatever. You're so stupid." Oh, I'm sorry. That's not what she said. Mm-hmm. That was me saying that about you. Um, and then, do you love me? I love that's that song scene. too. It's a good song. I adore it. It's it's beautifully done. Um, 
Yeah, and then it's just sad and depressing after that. The songs, yeah. you know, and then they turn more into ballads rather than like and I think that's why dancing post, songs and festive songs. And I think that's why post intermission is a little rougher for me. Sure, so just, sure. It, you've already are so deep into this process. And now yes. you're not keeping the energy and the momentum up. That's right, yeah. It, 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 it does take on a different tone. Yeah. I think that that's why they split the movie when they did. Well, you end, like, the, the first act ends with the riot. Sure. Breaking up the wedding. I'm breaking up that, the reception. You knew it was building to that, though. Yeah, of course. But it's so, still, like, it's so sad. It's, yeah. And then, like, it's you tragic. think, oh, we're going to come out of intermission. We're going to, bam, people back in their seats. Nope. It's just going to be this. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's why it, it gets hurt by me a little bit, so. Um, is there anything you don't, so you've mentioned a couple things. Is there anything you don't, anything else you don't like about the movie? No, but I like the quote, a bird may love a fish, but where would they build a home? It's so sad. I like that. But no, um, no, I, 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 some of the acting, sure, but overall I love this movie. Mm -hmm. What about you? I know that you're dying to say things, so just go ahead and no, say it. No, honestly, I'm not. No, it's, it's refreshing. <laughs> I'm glad you finally said it. It's refreshing for me to let you carry this thing for once. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, That's why I mean, I've had so much back pain. I did, I did enjoy the majority of it. There were a couple performances that just really bothered me, um, which we'll get to when we get to MVP and LVP. And then the last hour, to me, just... It screeches to a whole well, yeah. points. And I get that it has to, but it doesn't mean it's something I want to sit down and watch. Sure, but I also think, too, I think I just read my note here. It's very um, music-heavy in the first half, and it's more story-driven in the second half. And I think that that's, that's where that disconnect happens. Um, but... Right, let's get into that. Something else I, I also like about this movie. The name Laser Wolf. You like Laser Wolf? I like the name Laser Wolf. Are we going to name our next child Laser Wolf? I'm sorry, what child? what child? I said if we have another child that we're going to name That's them. not what you said. You said so we're going to name our next child as if it was already happening, that thing. Okay, if we have another child that we're going to name it Laser Wolf. No. <laughs> no, okay. we're not going to name him Laser Wolf. Uh, let's get an MVP and LVP. MVP is obvious. Yeah, it's Topple. Yeah, it's Topple. Um, Ted Topple. Um. Yeah, I mean, he owns and lives his character. The dude was only like in his like his mid thirties. Yeah, he was our age. Oh God, don't say it like that. That's horrible. Um. What have you done with your life? I wasn't. I was the dentist. I wasn't Topple. Um. No, he's great. Like I said, he's he's magnetic. He he's able to turn that switch so quickly from jovial guy trying to figure his life out talking to god all the time to just like like on a moment's notice being that angry patriarch that he has to be um was the one moment when he was i forget was he talking to the group of people outside or no i think it was when the second batch when his middle child was like asking for marriage and he wanted to go inside and see the sewing machine and they were like already leaving he's like like yelling at the time of like, I came here to see the sewing machine and this is what we're doing. Okay, I've seen it, let's go. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. He he brings such a great energy and flavor to it that yeah, he's he's absolutely the MVP of the movie. Absolutely. I'm curious to see who you have as the LVP of the movie. I have two without question. Well, the thing is, as well, that most of the other people in this movie um, are not well known. 
Um, but some of the people who I don't think it is. Okay. Let me let's go through those um, first. Golda's also very Gold, good. Golda, she's amazing. Yes. She's really good. She's strong enough to play. It's mm. not easy to play against somebody who mm. does such an amazing she job. She died very soon after this movie. She, did. she, she died. Had, of, uh, she had breast, breast cancer, cancer during this movie. The only people that knew were the, the director, director and Topple. Yeah. And she, but she did such a great job. I also want to point out the other trivia I saw about this movie is that the director got this movie, Andrew Jewison, because they just assumed he was Jewish because of his name. Is yeah. What I read. Well, because most of the, especially in like uh, European names, your name is kind of tells you like what you were like. Like Cobbleson is like the son of a cobbler. Mm-hmm. So like Jewison is like the son of a Jew. Like right. that's probably what they assumed. That's Fair. so funny. Um, I think that um, I think. That the daughters all did a, a, a good job. Agreed. Uh, Rosalind Harris, Michelle March, Neva Small. They, they haven't really Agreed. done anything yep. else since then. A lot of the small bit people, I think, were fine. The rabbi was good. Rabbi Laser was good. Wolf the matchmaker was good. Was good. Laser Wolf was good. Yep. was good, yeah. So yep. I think that they, they all did, did a great job, which, which lead, leaves uh, two, two others. So Tell me. I think you well, nailed Leonard it. Leonard Fry, who huh? played Motzel. Yes. And, um, of course, the ever-famous How He Got His Start, Paul Michael Glaser. Nailed both of them. As Perchick. Yes, nailed um, both of them. One who went on to have an illustrious career and one that didn't. Hey, we are talking about Leonard Fry. He got nominated for Best Supporting Actor? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. How did he get... Oh, he died of AIDS. That's sad. Yeah. Great. What a jerk. He got are. nominated for Best Supporting Actor in yeah. this? Yeah. So now, I almost want to, I think, I, so let me be fair. I was going to really push for Paul Michael Glazer because as soon as he's introduced, he just looks out of place, he sounds out of place, he acts out of place. Yeah, but do you think that's the character? Yeah, no, I think that's him. Okay, well, that might be true. I, I, mean, think, I think that character fits gonna, well within the story, and I think... I was going to say uh, Leonard Fry because... Um, no, now it is Leonard Fry. He got nominated for an Oscar for this movie? He was horrible. He looks like my biological father. <laughs> that's why you were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, though, have you seen that picture where my where yeah, he has, like, the beard? It. Yeah, yeah. Just like You're that? Right. He does, right? He does. I that, thought he was... He's just, my father. I thought he was, an like, really overacting, like, almost sounded, I'm sorry to say this, like, a whiny Jewish caricature at times with, like, some of his, like, motions and actions and stuff. Right. Because I, 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 I like really, his story. I like the story of, of standing up and becoming a man and whatever, whatever. He but didn't portray it the right way. Yeah, I don't. I was really. I, I never when, liked him. And that's probably is part of the reason why I don't like the song Miracle of Miracles. <coughs> probably. When Paul Michael Glazer stands up at the receptions, like, come on. like Let's it's, dance. It's, I was like, fuck you, Startsky. Or is he Hutch? Let's dance. I don't know. Hold on. I'll tell you in a second. He is Starsky, yes. I was like, Starsky, fuck off. He just, he looks like a pretty boy. They're like, put him in this movie, you know? And yeah. he just doesn't sound right, he doesn't look right. I was so ready to name it him, but no, it's Leonard Fry now. I'm glad we were on the same page about both of them. I mean, it's hard, it's hard when it's this ensemble of a cast. I have to look at the Best Supporting Actor race this to year. Not, Keep going. To not have them as the those obviously glaring misses. Um but part of it could just be because of the screen time or the chemistry between, you know Sure, fair or, fair, or fair. the comparison, you know. Um but yeah, I don't think that, that 
they do enough to overcome being the weakest links um, in it, in the, the movie. So, the best supporting actor race this year. The winner was Ben Johnson for The Last Picture Show. Never seen it, but it won a lot of things this year. Um, fine. Also, Jeff Bridges in The Last Picture Show was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, okay. Uh, Leonard Fry, Fiddler on the Roof, somehow. Richard Jekyll from Sometimes a Great Notion. Never heard of either one of these things. Uh, Paul Newman directed it, though, okay? And then uh, Roy Scheider in The French Connection, which is a great... Roy Scheider's one of the most underrated actors ever. Despite the fact he's one of the biggest movies of all time. Um, and that's a great part, so... I'm sure, but no, as soon as I saw that, I was like, this guy is not getting any credit here with me. Yeah. So Paul Michael Glazer, or Michael Glazer in this, you got a fucking light. Should have been LVP. I didn't, have a, on the... I didn't have a note about model here, but I had him on my list because he's bothered me. But I specifically... He thought his name was Motel. Specific, I wrote Motel. That prob- is how you spell it. Uh, but it's pronounced Motel. Uh, but I didn't have any specific notes. I got it for the other one, so... That's what we're doing. Um, what else on Fiddler on the I mean, Roof? I just, I love it. I I love it. It, I, it just holds such a dear place to me and my heart and with my family. And I can't wait to watch this with Jillian when she's old enough to yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, we didn't watch it with her just because. It's a three hour movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. We're not gonna. We're not gonna push it. So when she's issue. old enough, no, to no. I was, I was saying as if like. Oh yeah, yeah. I was saying in the moment like yeah, we're we're not gonna. Even yeah, we're not go even gonna it. try. Yeah. We know. Score time. Uh, you score first. I'm gonna give it a ten. This is fair. I'm it's definitely giving it a ten. I, I just adore this movie. So yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and tell people what. Don't score. <laughs> you want to give this movie? Tell say, them. Go ahead and tell the world what an anti-Semite you are. Yeah, That's go what ahead and say. tell people how much you hate the Jews. <laughs> hate them so much. I how? married one, birthed one. <laughs> I um, birthed her. I was part of the process. I did all the work. Um, so, like I goy. said, I liked it. Stop calling me a goy. I liked it. You're not from. Much more than I did the, the 2004 Stewart, Florida stage production. Um, it's too long. It's doesn't hold my interest for a lot of it. But I can appreciate the really good songs, the really good performances, the really good direction, the really good cinematography. You better give this movie a 10. I'm not giving it a 10. I can't give this movie You better give this movie higher than whatever you're going to give it. I'm going to give this movie way higher than I thought I was going to give it when it first started. Oh, that makes me happy. I'm going to give this movie a 7.5. What? That makes me sad. Really? Yes. Okay. That's as, far, that's as high as I go. Originally, you... you Gave this movie at least another point and a half. I was going to give this movie a six. Really? Or when we started, yes. Well, I'm glad that my enthusiasm for it yeah, really Yeah, your enthusiasm for you. it and you putting things into perspective for me really helped. Yeah. And the more and more I thought about as a movie. As a movie. Like, as, like, everything that makes up a movie, this does a really yes. good job at it what does. it does. And you also have to appreciate that this is now also going to be your culture and the thing that we're going to... Let's not go crazy. It's Hanukkah <laughs> on Sunday. Okay, I know. come on. I know. Um, no, 8. I... 8.75. Yeah. 8.75. 8. 8. 8. 8. 8. 8. I just did it. 17.5 yes. divided 8. by 2. 8.75. It's 8.75. That's right. 8.75 for Fiddler on the Roof. I think that, that's good. That, it that's is. That's good. But I just... Yeah. I just love this movie. Do you know what... When they call her um, 
in the dream sequence when they say from a Sarah, do you know what they're saying? What from no. is? No. Is it just means like a very religious. So when you call someone a from, fruma, mm -hmm. means just that they're very religious. Mm -hmm. So, But don't say it to people's faces because they don't like, it's not like a compliment. Check. Just so you know. Thank you for the heads up. I, I already forgot what you said. Nothing to draw, nothing to nominate, because this is your birthday special. Next week, I handled, you'll always handle Hanukkah and your birthday. I'll handle Christmas. Next week, we're watching the Santa Claus. Great. Much, much different experience. <laughs> There's the difference between being religious and not religious. This week we watched a three-hour loving epic related to how deep cultural significance to the race and religion that you are. Next week, for my white Ohio ass, we're watching a Tim Allen fucking Disney movie. Uh, and then after that, we got the Ninja Turtles triple threat coming up. We got Don John coming up sometime in January. I believe the first... Movie we have to watch is Mamma Mia too, which really pains me as well. That's great. Uh, to, we're going in order. To explain, yeah, we're going in order. I think Frozen would technically be first, but Frozen 2 obviously is not out on DVD yet. So we will go back as soon as those movies come out on And watch them in the order DVD. that we did them on well, the yeah, original. We, we will go back and catch those movies once they're released. So it will be a little out of order. We're going to try to do it as much of order as we can. Uh, so yeah, we got those coming up here soon. But thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies will be the last time you hear us before Hanukkah starts and before Christmas has actually happened. So please, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, whatever you want to say. Uh, thank you so much for spending your quality time with us here on the podcast. We uh, appreciate it so very much. Arcadeo.net for this podcast and the others of our network of shows. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, fill out that survey. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for bonus content. It's going to be a good 2020 for bonus content on Married with Movies. Facebook, Twitter, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. And happy birthday, Samantha. Why, thank you. You're turning 33 years I'm, old. I am turning 33 years old. Thank you. How do you feel about that? I feel great. <laughs> Live your life, man. You got your fuzzy-ass socks on. Yeah, these are really great socks. Yeah. I really like them. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. If I were a rich man. I would not be sitting on this couch. We'd have a studio. What? Oh. I was like, what? You were singing? I was saying if you were a rich man, we would have a studio to record this in. Rather than our couch. Got it. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. Matchmaker, matchmaker, look through your book and make me a perfect match. Matchmaker, matchmaker, I'll bring the veil. You bring the groom, slender and pale. Bring me a ring, for I'm longing to be the envy of all. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.